And we are back for another coffee break. My name's Brandon. And I'm Katie. And this is the Literary Latte Podcast. How y'all doing? Hey. Brandon, have you considered that you should be like a, a jingle writer? <gasps> I would love you know that. What I mean? Like jingles for like commercials or uh-huh. like companies. I would like that. Yeah. That could be fun. How would I one get into that? that? I don't know. <laughs> I think you have to like write songs. Write songs. Be in marketing. Have musical talent. Well, I would say that you have musical talent. Katie. Thank <laughs> you so I really much. want you to do a a series on your or your YouTube channel where you like take music lessons, like voice lessons, and then maybe like piano lessons or guitar lessons. Okay. I think it would be really fun to see you um dive into that side of your personality. I love that support and that idea so much. <laughs> wow, you're really filling a tank of mine that no one in my life ever wants to fill. So I appreciate this. I feel like um, I come up with great ideas for your your YouTube channel, but you don't ever take my ideas. What was another idea? Um, For you to come do a workout with me. I said we could do that. You just suggested it like last week or the week before. This was like two months ago. It was not two months ago. It was. I've suggested this to you multiple times. You literally just re-suggested like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It was like the last coffee break. I know for a fact. Okay. As I'm you all... just said re-suggested, which means that I have suggested well, to you Well, if you past. were to have suggested before, which I don't recall, but if you're saying you are, I you never want to call you a liar. I do listen. Oh, my God. Um, aside from that one other one, what else? That was that one, the musical stuff. I've told you about the musical stuff a couple of times. She hasn't. She's such a liar. I have. Yes, I have. You have not said I should do musical lessons. I think I'm pretty, I said you should do voice lessons. You said it, I think also in the other coffee break, but you didn't suggest it being a video. You just said it. Okay. We'll just agree to disagree on this. You heard my beautiful Um, voice and you were like, oh my gosh, you should do more of this. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Should definitely do more of that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyways, you know what, Katie? How have you been? How was your week? Uh, My week was not too bad. Work is slowing down, which is nice. So I'm feeling like I'm getting back into my, like, routine and feeling more like myself again. So that's been very nice. Um, We can chat through this a little bit. Finally went on my first date in Florida um after six plus months of dating apps i finally uh, finally did it so that was um fun entertaining um so we'll we'll chat through that here a little bit but um yeah i mean other than that i've just kind of been like hanging out trying to get back into the swing of my life and catch up on sleep and all of the things that I have not been able to do for the last like two months. <laughs> so it's been that. nice. Yeah. How are you? I know work has been busy for you this week. 
It has. I had um, month-end close Thursday and Friday. Also have it, it the last day Monday, but that's my slow day, you know. Um, It was a little busy because I got a task from the person who trained me in the beginning who, like, is on my team and she's in a manager mm-hmm. position, but she's other people's manager, not mine. Mm-hmm. But she gave me, like, one of the, like, tasks that are, like, an inventory task that, like, I did half of on day one, and now I do mm-hmm. both files because the plant's so big it has two files. So that's wow. fun. Um, but it actually didn't go so bad this time. Well, that's good. I feel like I got a good system, and it just there wasn't as much to do with it as usual, so I was able to work it out. Um, and then day two was fine. So they they were busy but manageable, and nice. so. I used yesterday as like a a rest day to like reset the mind and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then uh, yeah. yeah, I had dinner with uh like a late lunch with my family yesterday to celebrate my mom's birthday. Ooh, that was birthday, entertaining. Mom. Yeah, sixty six. Oh, sixty six. Yeah, I love that. looks great for her age. Um, my sister was thirty minutes late. <laughs> I don't do you the the older one um do you have this thing in your family where there's one family member that's like just habitually late to things um my oldest brother can be sometimes so growing up my mom's one of my mom's sisters it was like a family joke about how she, like her family was going to be like 30 minutes to an hour late to anything like they would come over for holidays and they were just always late so we would tell mm. them like an hour before we told everyone else oh god <laughs> and they would still be late oh that's so, annoying yeah i jokingly told my parents yesterday i was like yeah i think i think my sister is turning into that one it's really for her it probably won't be like in the long term it's just that they just had their second kid back oh, in yeah. november and then they're like they're moving and there's just a lot going on for them so i think it's just them getting adjusted to having a second kid um but it is funny when we all show up and we're like all right let's see how long is it gonna be yeah my stance on lateness is an annoyed like i understand being like 10 or 15 minutes late Mm -hmm. i can be that sometimes but when it's more than that i'm like annoyed I used it used to be a bigger deal to me. It's not really anymore. I think it's just one where for the most part you just adapt to it. Now where it gets annoying is if you have like a set time, right? Mm-hmm. Like you have to go see a movie. Like I won't be late to a movie. Or like if yeah, I just I've learned to be more flexible with it just because you kind of have to, like, especially when you're from a big family. Yeah. You just don't really have a choice. You have to be flexible with stuff and especially with most of my friends having kids it's just a different dynamic and they just tend to kids make you late this is what i've learned is kids amongst other things make you late to everything so this is true and i've noticed with some people the reason they're late i've noticed a lot of people in my life lack a sense of time management and (laughs) Not only that, but, like, a realistic expectation Uh as to how long things take. Yeah, yeah. And what the steps are to get Uh somewhere and, like, Uh the chain of events. Mm -hmm. And 
it's a frightening thing. I, maybe it, it could just be a me problem. Like maybe I'm too aware and I'm, <laughs> I'm willing to take that on. But also it's just certain things where certain people uh -huh. are trying to do certain things before we're supposed to either get together or whatever. And I'm like, well, mm -hmm. why did you even do that? Yeah, um, like, why did you start that task? Yeah, like you, like it was not. This was not like a five minute task. It's like, no. why did you start that task? Why are you doing had, this to me? Yeah, yeah, I feel that. It's like people who are like, okay, we need to leave in ten minutes. And they're like, cool, I'm gonna go jump in the shower. Where you're like, and we're like, like the time no. has passed for that. Like, like you should have no. been ready. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. So that can be frustrating, and it also just depends on the plans. And like the time, I don't know. It's all very circumstantial, but I have um, grown aware of that with people in my life. So that's been fun. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, this is going to be kind of just how it goes. Mm -hmm. um, especially as more of your friends are getting married, which then typically they will have children. Um, maybe they won't, but, you know, I know at least one of your friends has had a kid. Yeah. So I would assume that you will see more of that in the next couple of years. They're good, the ones who have a kid, because they're one of those. Now, on the flip side, there's people who show up too early. Mm, and they, they yeah. fall into that. <laughs> and I would say they're still kind of like that. Maybe a little more just on time. But okay. Okay. It's still like, okay, you don't need to be that early. Yeah. Yeah. There is such a thing as too early. There is. I, I like a good, like, five minute early. I feel like anything more than five minutes it's just awkward. And so I've gotten places early, even like dates. I've gotten to dates early and I'll just sit in my car or I will like drive around until it is like that five minutes or less. Yeah, same. Because yeah. then that's less time for like the small talk or like the weirdness, depending on what the situation is as well. Yeah. Or just them like feeling bad because like you're there waiting for them where it's like, no, this is my fault because I showed up too this early. I'm too so, good. And yeah. you, you're just not up to my level. <laughs> and that's all it is. Um, Katie, tell us about your date. How did that kick off? Um. Yeah, so finally went on a date in Florida. Listeners mm -hmm. will know I, for whatever reason, Florida men, it's really hard to get them from the app to a date. I don't know why. Um, it's very hard. Um, I maybe, maybe. So this guy did something a little bit different in that he actually started. We started exchanging voice notes. Over the app, we used Bumble for this one, which I kind of like. I have not done that with many people, and I like the voice notes. It's a little bit easier at times, and I feel like I like a is, voice note. Yeah, it like um, it's gonna be like a weird way to phrase it, but like it humanizes them. It feels more personal. Yeah, you get like a sense of their voice and their cadence, and like you hear tone and like all of the things. So, um. We had chatted for like maybe a day or two. And I will say, um in in us chatting at, at point some point, like we were talking about like just things that are weird or like things about us that are weird. And he had told me in a voice note prior to asking me on the date that he had a foot fetish. I initially was like, that's weird. I don't know how to react to this. <laughs> <laughs> and partially thought he was kidding it was a mixture of like 
is he just kind of trying to get a reaction because he kind of seems like that type of person or is this like a real thing and i just didn't know i couldn't get a good sense but he seemed really nice otherwise so i agreed to a date and he was very nice like in the the days leading up like confirmed the day before you know double check the time initially we were just gonna get coffee but then it turned out that the, the shop we we're gonna go to closed really early so they found another place and we just ended up going to Panera and I told another one of my guy friends about the date and that we he's like okay well we're already taking I said Panera and this guy was like my, my friend was like what he took why would he do that I was like really upset and like just could not understand like why this guy chose Panera, which I didn't think anything of it. I don't know, like yeah, Brandon, Panera's if that's fine. like, yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, Panera is fine. It's just like it's you know, sandwiches and soups. Like that's fine. Yeah, like I wouldn't pay for it. So if that's where you want to go, and it was like a Tuesday night, so you the know, tuna fish sandwich. I did not get their tuna fish. Um, I did. <laughs> I did rebuild my sandwich though when I got it to the table um, because it just wasn't like sitting right. And I was like trying to figure out how to take a bite out of it. And it just was a whole thing. And I was like, this is going to be weird, but I'm going to like re, you know, configure this sandwich so I can actually eat it. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so we're chatting again, seems fine, seems nice. And then he brings up the foot fetish thing again. And it is now very clear that that is not something that he was just saying to um be funny or get a reaction but it was something that he was definitely into again not the weirdest thing that no, i have you know, heard foot fetishes are common you know nothing it wrong is. a little odd wrong. just to bring it up from the jump uh-huh uh-huh <clears throat> Mm -hmm. But you know, it, it yeah. He he. Then we got chatting um, about um, what I like to do, and I you know just mentioned I like to read, and that I really like fantasy books. And I had a friend of mine who is convinced that reading fantasy books as adults, as an adult, is kind of weird. And so I made that comment to him, and he's like, "No, that's not weird." He's like, "I read fanfic," and I was like, "Oh, okay," which like I do too. Um, but I guess I hadn't really considered that guys would be into fanfic. Um, mm -hmm. And then he told me, he's like, this might be too much for a first date, but I also have an extension, uh, extensive collection of toys. Oh. Not, not, not like action figures. Not collectibles. Not collectibles. Nope. Oh. Nope. Nope. Um, and so you can just imagine where the conversation went from there. And at one point I did look at him and I was like, this is a lot for a first date. Like, I think I, I think you need to like right. just reel it in a little bit. Like, Was he like <laughs> looking for like a relationship or like? Yes. He okay. like he that. And I think the what it was is just that this is, is very important to him. And so he was just getting it out there that like this is what he was looking for. Um, he, <laughs> um, you can edit this out if this is too much. Um, he oh, asked no. me if I had ever been with a dom. Okay. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So this is this is the direction that the date went, and I will tell yeah. you. Here's what was very confusing: is that the rest of the date he was very friendly. And yeah. had like a good personality, very extroverted. 
like probably too extroverted for me. Um, but like other than that, it was like very nice. And then it just like divulged into this. And I was like, this is a lot of information to like provide on this first date. And I just, dude, I don't even know if I want to see you again. Like, can we let's just like chill on this? Like, right. you know. Um, so at, <laughs> at the end of the date, um he asked if he could see my feet. I said no. You know, you didn't want to give him a peep, a little toe, <laughs> a little pinky toe. no, I specifically wore closed-toed shoes because I was uncertain about the foot fetish thing And you were and like, was I don't like, know if this guy, okay, yeah. <laughs> I just, didn't, I, again, I just didn't know. I didn't know for sure if he was like super serious about it or if he was just kind of trying to get a reaction. But yeah, it was a lot. And not in like, again, like I didn't at any point feel like pressured by him. Um, nothing like that. It was just very much like, this is what I'm into. And I was like, okay, Great. great, great. Anything Um, else? Yeah, so that's <laughs> how dating is going. that's how dating's <laughs> going for Katie. that's how dating's going for me. Um, you know, You know what? I just... Sounds like a, a just fine first date. <laughs> Um, did he pay for the Panera? he did pay for the Panera. That's good. Um, will you be going on a second date? Have you talked to him since? No, he did text me the next morning to tell me that while he had a good time that... Uh, This was not what he was looking for. It did not see a future. Yeah. because you wouldn't show your feet Uh, apparently. mm. well you know at Yeah. least he it seemed he was you know he was communicative he was respectful He was. Yeah. he was transparent Yeah. I also learned apparently um, my expectations are too low because I was like really impressed that he like took the initiative found the restaurant like followed up um both the day before and then like the morning of just to be like hey just to confirm this is the the right place like made sure i had the address um and then at the end of the date was like hey let me know when you got home safe like it was very sweet and i told my i told one of my friends about it and i was like yeah it's just really nice and she goes i think you've just kind of like not dated very nice people and uh i Mhm. <laughs> She's think like, it's I think that's the bare minimum, Katie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sitting over here like, oh, this is really nice. Um, so that's that was interesting um to to have someone say that to me. I was like, yeah, you know, maybe. But I also just think dating is really hard. And so you just kind of have to like what seems like it should be the bare minimum just ends up being like a nice thing that happens. Does that You make have to sense? kiss a few toads or toes in this case. Um, but you know, <laughs> it sounds overall, you know what, not a bad day. And it's an experience. I, again, nothing wrong with a foot fetish. You know, a little weird just to say it right from the jump, though. But I guess if you're waiting out to see how someone feels about it. Yeah. But, you know, I feel like, though... If you get to know someone and then they say it, if you like them, you could Right. be more open to it. Yeah, it's like a it's like I feel like that is a like third to fourth date conversation. Yeah, I remember um, Jax from Vanderpump Rules.
Oh, does he have a foot fetish? He does. He would have Brittany walk <clears throat> around the block with no socks and like Converse. Ew. And he would like it. He, but he was, he had other problems. That was the least <laughs> of his worries. <laughs> but um, pivoting to that, because while Katie's going on dates, I don't have any dates lined up as of yet, but I do have my Vanderpump rules and my reality TV. And season 11 <laughs> did premiere. How was it? It was good. It's very, um, it was very melancholy, mm. I would say, because they're, like, picking up the pieces after Scandaval. I was going to ask, how how was, like, the start of it? Because it's, like, everything happened with Scandaval and things, like, blew up and then they kind of calmed down and Raquel is now Rachel and yes. Ariana is going to be on, on Broadway and she wrote books and, like, I don't know what Tom is doing. I'm assuming licking his wound somewhere. I'm so glad you asked, Katie, because so they started filming this season, I think, like, three months or a few months after Scandaball, like, happened. Mm -hmm. And, like, a few months at least after the reunion, like, it, it was still a short amount of time, I would say. Mm -hmm. And so in this premiere, Sandoval's actually not in it until the very end because okay. he was off filming Special Forces. What is that? It's like the Fox show where they, like, uh, it's almost like they're in the military or they like have to go through like stuff the army does and like oh. work with these like sergeants and stuff something like that interesting did I, he did do you think he's gonna cry in special forces oh i think he did jojo siwa picked him up and had to carry him at some point <laughs> was, that's not a good look look up clips of him they were terrible and like oh man i think he almost made it to the end though but he didn't win it was like two bachelor people won and some other guy. Mm. Because I think you just win if you're able to make it without quitting or something okay. like that. Okay. Um, but at this point, um, Ariana is very much in her angry phase, mm. which you know, appreciate and understandable, you know, it just mm -hmm. happened. Um, I could see some people that are watching now being like, oh, get over it. Da, 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 da. But yeah. it's also like, you know, for her at this point in time, it was very fresh still. Okay. That's what I was going to ask. Like when they started filming, how much time had passed between like everything happening? Because did they start filming after the reunion? They did. It was like March. It happened. Okay. And it came to light. And I think they start filming. They usually start filming like June, July-ish. Maybe early August. But like. Okay. It's still, it's just a few months. And yeah. so um, she's still kind of angry, but she's still, at this point, she hasn't gotten Broadway yet, but I think she's working on her book. Dancing with the Stars is on a table. It's pre all that. So mm -hmm. it's like, she's going through that and there's a big discourse because apparently Sandoval wants to buy the house, but she wants to sell it. And on one petty note, she doesn't want to sell it to him. Oh, okay. Like, I was going to be you. like, that sounds like it just charge him more for it. That part. But I think at that point, too, he's still talking to now Rachel. But she's not on the show this season. She didn't come back. Um, did she not come back or was she not invited back? Oh, they wanted her back. I'll get to why. Oh, did they? Oh, okay. They did. They were trying to offer, but she wouldn't do it. I think her family wouldn't let her. But I think it was good for her Smart. to at least take a break because that's a lot. Yes. So yes. Sandoval should have. But honestly, they yes. all should have because yes. they've like blown <laughs> up like their lives. They need to like take a minute and take a they breath. They need a minute. Yeah. But um, 
what was I saying? Oh, so she didn't want to sell it to him because she's like, fuck you, you're not going to do this and get the house. But also she said like online that his offer sucked. But oh, yeah. he is trying to say it didn't. Of course he is. Because they bought it for $2 million. He uh -huh. said, I need, you need to watch The Vile Files, Katie. I have no idea what this is. It's a podcast, Nick Vial from The oh. Bachelor. Oh, I think You I just saw had Gypsy clips. Rose. You saw clips I of the Toms? Clips. Yes, where he was like, like, Nick was asking him a question. He's like, of course I do. And he's like, Nick's like, yo, bro. Like, <laughs> Katie, I recommend down. you must watch I don't, this. Okay, I will say I don't really like that guy from The Bachelor. Like, I remember oh, when he no. was on The Bachelor. I hate and he was him. Awful. I think he's so condescending. I think he has a yeah. marble mouth. I want him to enunciate like um, a marble. Marble. As in, like, mouth. yeah. Okay. I, I like okay. To say marble yeah. Because I'm like, okay. Open your mouth. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, um, yeah. But I do recommend, regard looking past that, it's very entertaining. Okay. And it's just so interesting because it came out the premiere, and this is supposed to be Sandoval's redemption season. So for that to happen. No. All, after filming and all this it's like wow you've actually gotten worse um, well, well that's the thing is like if you're gonna have a redemption arc you have to be like sorry that you did what you yeah. did and he's and not he's, so he's sorry that he hates ariana because ariana found the phone exposed yes. it and now it's getting everything right he hates yes. it um, yes and i love it um but <laughs> He like they bought it for two million. He said mm -hmm. he offered three million, but I think it's worth way more. Yeah. And also he has a lot of like debts and loans in regard to the house. Like he took out a loan to like pay for Schwartz and Sandy's. I think he used the house as collateral. He's now not even gonna be a big part of Schwartz and Sandy's because he's like stepping down because the other guy, Greg, is like, you fucking suck. Like, I hate Oh, you. is Greg their, like, silent partner? I believe so, yes. And yeah. so, it's just, it's a whole mess. So, there's a lot of that. A lot of them just, <laughs> like, oh, like, um, just getting together. Ariana also hates Schwartz because Schwartz knew about it the whole time and made comments about the relationship yeah. that she saw. And she was like, fuck you. Yeah. And he, he doesn't understand because he's stupid. Is he, he and Katie aren't together, right? No, and there's supposed to be okay. some storyline this season where they both are hooking up with the same girl. So that should be interesting. I think I realized that Katie was bi. I don't think Katie realized she was. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is a new post-divorce discovery. <laughs> okay. We're, we're here for Katie's journey. Okay. Um, There's Lala, who's having a lot of reflection on her situation with Randall. Do you know about her situation? No. It's like a skeevy older producer who she had like mm. a kid with and he mm. was married but she mm. didn't he told her he, she he was separated she believed uh, yes him. he wasn't yes. separated no they're they never separated they're never separated they're never then, unless you see the divorce papers don't believe it right and then he ended up years later was cheating on her while they were engaged oh it all got revealed shocking. Shocking, I, I am really. shocked her Shocking. whole thing has kind of been she does she has a little bitterness towards the fans because they supported Ariana and not her. But I'm also like the fans are fickle. And it's I feel like, like I don't I mean I don't know the whole situation with Lala, but like fans are fickle and it really you don't know how things are gonna play out. 
Yeah, and like the, we didn't really see Randall on the show, and in the start of the relationship, she was lying about it to keep it a secret. Oh, So it's just yeah, like, so. and also like no one was. They're like, oh, Randall's <laughs> a bad guy. You don't say. yeah, again, <laughs> shocking, shocking. shocking. Yes. Yes. So she's had reflection on that. She started to feel bad for Rachel because at the end of the last reunion, Rachel was Mm. Mm like broke down and was like, I feel like if I turn on Tom, I have no one. And so producers -hmm. I need better were like, friends. <laughs> you need better friends. But the producers are like, la la, call Rachel and say you want to talk. And she's like, okay. And so she sent her, like, speaking of voice messages, a voice message on the Instagram DMs. Um, but um, Rachel never got back to her and instead went on Bethany Frankel's podcast Oh, yeah, I heard about that. There and did was all some, that. like, crazy BS that she was spewing. Yeah. So. I just, in this day and age, why would you do that? Like, anything can be fact-checked, and it's going to be. It Especially is. in a situation like this, where, like, you screwed up. I would be, the only thing that I would be doing is being like, I'm so sorry, I don't know how it got to this point. Like, you don't double down on this. This you don't come out looking good if you double down on this. Yeah, if they have like it's just like a weird like bitterness towards it, and it's just like, but you're wrong. But you're like you did this. <laughs> like Sanimal would even be like, she talked down to me so much in our relationship. So leave her. That You part. don't cheat on her. <laughs> um, If you're this not happy in your relationship, go get a new one. But you gotta honestly. end the you gotta end the first one before you start a second one. That part and, and Lara, who's a host on a uh, sex unique podcast, who they recap the show a lot. She's like, Yes, she talked down to you because you are very stupid. She loved you, but you are very dumb. <laughs> and I'm like, That's just like, it's true. And also, his, his idea of talking down is, She didn't agree with me and worship the ground I walked on. <laughs> if we're going to be real, but um, it's a lot. Um, you know, Katie, I recommend. Watching the premiere, jumping back. Next episode, Santa Falls back, so we're gonna see that. Um I get my fill of of um egotistical men on dating apps. So I think I'm good. I understand that, actually. I get Yeah. that. I Yeah. you know, I I don't relate because I will be watching I know. I want a bunch. you I want you to be able to relate with me because I I want you to start join dating apps so that we can talk about it more. And we'll get there. It's okay. We'll get You're there. not ready. It's okay. You Not. gotta do it. You gotta do it in your own time. Thanks, Get you in your Katie. own time. <laughs> Um, Katie's like, hurry the fuck but. up. I want to talk to someone about dating apps. <laughs> No one I know is on dating. well, the majority of my friends are married. That And is so, true. like, they have no idea. And honestly, most of it, I think it's funny. And so I probably would also think Vanderpump Rules is funny. Because it's just ridiculous. I think you would. It's like, just Did calm you download Peacock out. yet? Um, I have not downloaded Peacock yet. Um, I just have not done that. I didn't think about it. Um, actually, I have not really watched TV uh, in the last couple of months because it's just, well, look, I stare at a, a computer screen all day. That's And so, true. like, the last thing I want to do, actually, I just want to stare at my phone screen instead of a TV screen. At least it's Um, smaller. I don't, I think that makes it worse <laughs> for, like, your eyes.
Um, but no, I have not. Um, I think the next one that I'm going to do is either going to be Disney Plus or Hulu because I want to watch um, The Bear and I want to watch the Percy Jackson series. The Bear just seems, I don't know. I like The Bear. I hear it's good, uh, yeah. So it may not be for everybody, but I like The Bear. Um, Have you started reading our book? I did. I did start reading the next book. Um, I am because I'm listening to it again. Um, I am on chapter. I'm gonna pull it up. I'm only on page forty-five. I finished the first part. I'm on chapter thirteen. Okay. Yeah, I have. I have some theories. Yeah, the book is a flicker in the dark for those who missed us announcing it on the last episode. But that's our next book that we'll be covering next week. Yeah, I'm hoping the twist is really good um, and that it's along the lines of Silent Patient and not along the lines of The Perfect Marriage. Oh, yeah. It doesn't give me perfect marriage vibes yet, at least. Yeah, so far, no. I mean, I only read it because it's weird because it it has chapters, but it's set up in like three parts where like part one's short and then part three's like, or part two's like the whole book. And then Mm. part three is like short. So like, I don't get it. Mm. But part one, it was basically just setting up the, um, the engagement party, like that part of it. Yeah. I do have... I'm not sure, but I feel like there's something going on with her fiance. I also had that thought. And I also think that she is not totally honest about the situation that happened like 20 years prior. Oh. I feel like like she's more involved in that than we are currently led to believe. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm going to read a little bit tonight before yeah, the Grammys. I, so. Like, I, I I, think her, this is my theory so far, I think her dad took the fall. For, like, her mom or for her? I don't know. For one of them. For, I don't, I don't she know that She was only, that like, her, 12, right? Listen, there's things that are happening and the way that she's describing things, and I'm like, mm. Okay. This feels like either there's more to this story or it's what what people think happened is not actually what happened so i don't know if he took the fall for someone in the family or if he took the fall for someone else um i don't know there's There's some there's some layers that are missing yeah okay interesting say no more say no more all right i'm excited Mm -hmm. to read i like it so far so yeah, nothing concrete. Time. There's like no yeah. concrete just vibes. evidence. It's We're yeah, just vibes. the vibes. I get yeah. that. It's it's like I've I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts and like serial killer podcasts. And so there's things where I'm like, mm, I don't know about this. Something sketchy. Something sketchy here. We shall see. But um, any recommendations, Katie, before we end the app? What have I been doing recently? Um, uh, if you want great sourdough bread and just kind of bread in general and some cool croissants, Jameson Bread House, okay. top of Nebraska, very good. You know the restaurant on Swan? Yes. They provide the sourdough bread for on Swan. Oh. Yes. And you can buy that same sourdough bread uh, at sourdough. their bakery. 
So that would be my recommendation. I went there yesterday and it was great. Got a, a white chocolate toffee croissant. Ooh. It was very good. That sounds really good. It was very yummy. And they have great croissants. They have great um they actually were supposed to have a olive oil, like a lemon olive oil cake. Ooh. And they oh it sounds so good. But I've they sold out to make of it. Olive oil cake because I see it a lot and it's supposed to be a little healthier, but it looks good. Listen, if you're going to have cake, just have cake. I know. Right? Like, just eat the cake. Eat Olive the oil cake. cakes. Eat the cake. Olive oil cakes are very good. Um, And a lot of them don't have dairy in them. Mm-hmm. So that's probably and, why people are like, oh, it's a little. And also, know. like, olive oil is supposed to be more, like, heart healthy than butter. Um, but it's still an oil. And so, again, it's like, just eat the cake. But what's interesting about olive oil cakes is they actually, uh, I don't know if, if the right word here is ferment, but they, the flavor develops over like two to three days. And oh, so, so you the should cake, bake it and leave it. Yes, on your counter. And this thing, it's like because it doesn't have dairy in it, it can sit on your counter. Oh. Whereas like most cakes, because it has dairy in it, uh, it has to be in the fridge. So um depends upon the cake. And a lot of times yeah. it has to do with like what what you put on the cake as well. Uh but yeah, so the the flavor of the cake will be better on like day two than it is on like day one. I love that. Yeah. If you want a recipe, I have a good recipe from um Claire Saffitt's book. She oh, yes, does please. she has a upside down, like a blood orange upside down cake. Ooh. It's an olive oil cake. And if you like blood oranges, it's really good. I do. I have also swapped it out and done like a lemon poppy seed upside down cake using the same base. It is good. So. All right. I'll send that your way. Yes, please. I think there's a video where she makes it too on her YouTube channel. So I'll send you that so you can Mm -hmm. see it. But olive oil cakes are very good. And they're pretty easy to make. Yeah. They don't seem too complicated. Yeah. But yeah, so my recommendation, Jameson Bread House. Very good. What about you? Love what do you got that. going on? Um, I would have to recommend Hoka running shoes. Um, my cousin Brandy recommended the Bondi 8 ones, and I just bought them today and ran for the first time, and they were really good. I think um my legs felt heavy when I was running, and I don't know if that was because I was sore from running last night. Or if it was because the shoes are kind of bulky or something with that, and I need to get used to them because they are very high up. You feel very tall. You're not touching the ground. No, you're not. When you run, you don't feel it. And that part's good. But I ended up, I although it felt like I was running slow, I ended up running like a relatively fast mile, like one of my faster ones. Nice. So it worked out. So they're expensive. But what's I would, expensive? Are we talking like, like 160? Oh, so okay, yeah, those terrible. are like pretty expensive, not too bad. I would say like most of the Nikes are like around 100. That's true. So, and I don't yes. know for running shoes, like what they typically run, but yeah, it depends on the quality. I think 160 is good, it seems to be like a good investment and they'll last a long time. Like and that. so, because I used Asics before that were only about like 90 or 100, and I used mm-hmm. those for a while, and they were okay, but not like the best. So these seem yeah. better. So nice. We're going to see. I like so it. So I recommend that. That's my recommendation. I 
love that for you. I'm excited for all of your your fast miles. Um, I like the idea of running until I actually start running. Yeah, that's why I only stick to a mile. It's I'm yeah, like, okay. I don't even know if I could do that. I just would rather lift weights. Um, I need to start getting into that though. I do recommend if you do run. I know, Katie. We're gonna film the video. We're gonna do it at some point. <laughs> I do recommend if you do run, listen to another recommendation, um, Meg the Stallion's new song Hiss. It's a great... Oh, I I like heard the first part of it and got confused because she was like talking about people dissing her, and I oh, yeah. didn't realize that people had been dissing her. <laughs> so... Yeah, Drake, Nicki Minaj. There's a whole thing with that. I'm not getting into it. Don't come for me, Barb's. I'm just gonna say Barb's. They Who's call Barb's. Um, the Nicki Minaj fans like Barbies, the Barb's. What? I don't know. Don't say Katie. We can't. Anyway, I don't understand. Okay, they, well, they this is not what us. I listen to. I don't they know any come of for this. Us. Don't, don't come for me. I don't, don't know anything. I guess I didn't even know it was a diss track, other than the fact that it was called Hits. We love she... Super Bass. Um, with that being said, oh, I love that song. It's a great um, song. Listen, I like all music, and the opinions and and. Not the opinions, but like the actions of the artist. I like live your life. If you guys want to fight, you can fight. You but can like, fight. I don't think that has to impact whether or not I listen to someone's music. True that. You know, you know that what doesn't have you know, who doesn't have feuds in his life. Don't say Josh Groban. <laughs> Josh Groban. Josh Groban's never feuded with another artist. Maybe he should. No, Raise me that's his worst song. Don't sing so that song. That's his worst song. Not even good. I don't like that song. You raise me up. No. So it's not the good song. That's also not the words. <laughs> I know, but the episode's over. You can find us. On Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and any other platforms, <laughs> please rate and review. Give us five <laughs> out of five stars. You can follow us on TikTok and Instagram at the Literary Latte Podcast. And if you want to send an email to us you can reach us at the literary latte podcast at gmail.com we'll wow. be back next week to discuss a flicker in the dark thanks so much bye, bye.